This is February the 14th, 2024, Ash Wednesday service. The service is by Pastor Wade Reddy and Pastor Bill Warhover. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Kathy Harm. Thank you for joining us today. God's grace and peace to you this evening as we gather for this Ash Wednesday service. We begin the service with a reading from the 51st Psalm. A psalm that calls us to be humble in the midst of life and living, in the midst of our own sinfulness and brokenness and flaws. So will you join me? Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love in your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through. For I know my offenses, and my sin is ever before me. Indeed, I was born steeped in wickedness, a sinner from my mother's womb. Indeed, Lord Remove my sins with hyssop. And I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be purer than snow. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my wickedness. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Let me teach your ways to offenders, and sinners shall be restored to you. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a troubled and broken heart, O God, you will not despise. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Gracious God, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into dust the breath of life creating us to serve you and our neighbor. Call forth our prayers and acts of kindness and strengthen us to face our mortality 
with confidence in the mercy of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us receive God's holy word for God's holy people. A reading from Joel. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is near, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and dark, th thick darkness. Like blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes. Their like has never been from of old, nor will be again after them in ages to come. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Render your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishment. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the aged, gather the children, even infants at the breast. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her canopy. Between the vestibule and the altar, let the priests the ministers of the Lord weep. Let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your heritage a mockery, a byword among the nations. Why should it be said among the peoples, where is their God? Word of God, word of life. A reading from 2 Corinthians. We entreat you on the behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, At an acceptable time I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way, through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true as unknown and yet are well known, as dying and see, we are alive. 
as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. Word of God, word of life. And so let us, and so let us rise and share in the Lenten gospel acclamation. Return to the Lord your God, who is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Concerning almsgivings, and I invite the congregation to be seated for the reading of the gospel. Be aware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whether you give alms, do not sound the trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward. But when you give alms, do, it, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. Concerning prayer, and whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others, truly I tell you, they've received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Concerning fasting, and whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Concerning treasures, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but stir up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to introduce you to Pastor Bill Warhover, the pastor who has been called at First Presbyterian Church here in Monticello and has quickly become a dear friend of this pastor. And I thank you, Pastor Bill, for being here. And with him, he has a number of confirmation students Old guys. Isn't that amazing? And so, uh, young men, gentlemen, we're glad to have you with us and among us. 
I want to share with you, as I did when I went out, and believe it or not, I was with 13 people today, starting out with Judy Freeze at her home at 8.30. She said, yeah, Pastor, you can come at 8.30 because I'm usually up at 4 a.m. Well, she slept in this morning till 5.30. But uh, what a wonderful way to start. And Kendi and your uh, Sunday school uh, students and making those Valentine cards and the cookies that Pam Iben had shared, the heart cookies and the icing, it was wonderful to distribute those and say, your Sunday school kids are thinking about you and happy Valentine's Day. And isn't it... uh, uh, a little bit strange, and I'm sure you've thought about this. I thought that Pastor Frank Shepard did a beautiful job in capturing not only St. Valentine's Day, but also Ash Wednesday in his meditation in the paper. If you hadn't had a chance to see that, I ask you to go back and read it in the Monticello Express. And so this holds a number of things for us this day. When we think about the, the gift of love, the love that is expressed between spouses, between children, it is a wonderful thing. It is where the crucible of our faith is shared. Love that we share between one another. But what we have is a God who loves us beyond all measure. Agape love. A love that forgives and never remembers again as far as the East is from the West. And so we come together this evening to remember our humanity, to remember that our sin is always before us. But I want you to know underneath that God loves you. I ask you to walk with me in this solemn service And as I shared with these 13 people today, the ashes that we're going to mark on your forehead, that was a journey in and of itself. If you remember last Palm Sunday in 2023, our children raised their palm branches and yelled, Hosanna in the highest, Hosanna. And I asked if I could keep 15 of those, and I left them on top of my wardrobe in the pastor's study where I keep my stoles. And there they got crinkly as the year went on. You know, up in the corner, the heat rises in the room. And they were very brittle. And I took those and I plucked the leaf from the main vein. And I put it into a meatloaf tinfoil pan. And I cut them into small pieces. And I put... uh, lighter fluid on them, and I lit them. And man, did it give off the black smoke. You're wondering what was going on over at the parsonage, and it burned, and it burned, and it burned. And I did it a second time. It didn't burn as long, but all the fuel had burned off. And I took those ashes, and I put them in a Ziploc bag, and I took out Liz's rolling pin. Now, there was a barrier between the rolling pin and the ashes, and that was the plastic bag. And I rolled, and I rolled, and I rolled. And then I took the sifter from the the kitchen here at Wayne Zion. I've washed it since. (laughs) And I dropped 
the ash through the sifter, which grabbed the fibers that looked like grass, and dumped that out. So nobody should have grass falling off their forehead, as we've experienced in the past. We were careful in how we added the olive oil. We added it drip by drip. Kim helped me this morning. We didn't want too much oil because we didn't want to see anyone with the oil dripping down onto their nose. But we didn't want to have it too dry so it caked on and fell onto your hymnal. This is a wonderful, as we think about when Jesus came into Jerusalem, they knew this is the King of kings and Lords of Lords. He was going to take hold and his kingdom came before them, but they didn't realize Christ's kingdom is a kingdom without end. And by the end of the week, they yelled, crucify him, crucify him. We come to this Ash Wednesday evening remembering that we are sin. We look at our sinful self, we stare at death's darkness, We've experienced death again in this congregation this week. Henry Poppy died yesterday at about 15 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock a.m. We will mark our brows with ashes from last year's abandoned and burned palm branches, a visible sign of our, our, our wayward sinful selves. We cannot free ourselves from our sin this freeing only comes from God through the death and the resurrection of his beloved, Emmanuel, God with us in the flesh, Jesus Christ. As we pause on this most solemn evening, we are reminded of the penalty of our sin, which is death. The Apostle Paul, however, has something important for us to say about the new creation found in us through Christ. We were given this divine power to endure suffering and to overcome death. We have the power of life within us. We have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. When we trust Jesus' love for us, we make a trade for our sinful self, for God's goodness and mercy. On this Ash Wednesday, we humble ourselves with the imprint of the cold ash that will be put on our foreheads. And I thank Pastor Bill, who will help me in this. When it comes time to put the, imp the imposition of ashes on our forehead, Pastor Bill will take care of this side of the congregation, and I will take care of this side as we make our way up as we do for communion. But I want us to remember that we do not go away empty. Later this evening, before you retire for bed, you will look into that mirror and you will see the ashen cross. Now I've used just enough olive oil, it will come off easy. But before you take that off, I want you to see that ashen cross on your forehead. And I want you to know that that was marked over the cross that was placed on your forehead on the day that you were baptized. And that, yes, we are a fallen humanity. 
but we have a God who washes us clean by the blood of the Lamb. This realization of our death and life found in Jesus Christ has great meaning for us, writes Paul. We can and will endure hardship and suffering even unto our death with the eternal hope and joy found in Christ who is living in each of us. Come and receive these ashes. See the marks on your neighbor's forehead. Also see God in their face, knowing he is lovingly at work in them. And in doing so, we have nothing to fear, says Paul. We are more than decaying clay pots. We are loved beyond the grave and have a bright and a beautiful future in the kingdom of heaven. For without God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are empty vessels destined to fall without grace, mercy, and love, and eternal hope. But remember your baptism. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Let us sing this song, 801, Change My Heart, O God, it is a taze. We'll sing it through twice. in Christ. Today with the whole church we enter a time of remembering Jesus' Passover from death to life. And our life in Christ is renewed. We begin this holy season by acknowledging our need for repentance and for God's mercy. We are created to experience joy 
in communion with God, to love one another, and to live in harmony with creation. But our sinful rebellion separates us from God, our neighbors, and creation, so that we do not enjoy the life our Creator intended. As disciples of Jesus, we are called to the discipline that contends against evil and resists whatever leads us away from the love of God and neighbor. I invite you, therefore, to the discipline of Lent, self-examination and repentance, prayer and fasting, sacrificial giving and works of love, strengthened by the gifts of the word and sacrament. Let us continue our journey through these 40 days of the, up to the three great days of Jesus' death and resurrection. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most holy and merciful God, we confess to you and to one another and before the whole company of heaven we have sinned by our own fault, by our own fault, by our own most grievous fault, in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Have mercy on us, O God. We have shut our ears to your call to serve as Christ served. We have not been true to the mind of Christ. We have grieved your Holy Spirit. Have mercy on us, O God. Our past unfaithfulness, the pride, the envy, the hypocrisy, and apathy have affected our lives. We confess to you. Our self-indulgent appetites and ways and our exploitation of other people, we confess to you. Have mercy. Our negligence in prayer and worship and our failure to share the faith that is in us, we confess to you. Have mercy. Our neglect of human need and suffering and our indifference to injustice and cruelty, we confess to you. Have mercy on us, O God. Our false judgments, our uncharitable thoughts toward our neighbors and our prejudice and contempt toward those who differ from us, we confess to you. Have mercy on us, O God. Our waste and pollution of your creation and our lack of concern for those who come after us, we confess to you. Have mercy on us, O God. Restore us, O God, and let your anger depart from us. Hear, Hear us, us, O God, for your mercy is great. I'm going to invite Pastor Bill to come forward with me with the ashes as we pray over these. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have created us out of dust of the earth. May these ashes be a sign of our mortality and penance. Remind us that only by the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ are we given eternal life through the same Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. I invite the congregation to come forward at this time to receive the imposition of ashes onto your brow. If you wish not to have it on your forehead, just stick your hand out and we can mark you on top of your hand. From dust you Tell came, to name. dust you shall return. Ashley, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. From dust you came, to dust you shall return. Tell me your name. Parker. Parker. 
Remember you are dust, dust and to dust you, dust shall, you return. shall return. Dust. Will you join with me in the prayer after imposition of the ashes? Accomplish in us, O God, the work of your salvation. That, that we, we may, may show forth your glory in the world. By the cross and the passion of your Son, our Savior. To the joy of his resurrection. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. With the whole people of God in Christ Jesus, let us pray for the church, those in need, and all of God's creation. You call us to return to you, steadfast God. Renew a right spirit within the church and cleanse the hearts of your people. Strengthen those who proclaim your gospel in word and deed. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You sustain your creation, generous God. Supply all that is needed, needful for life to flourish. Protect endangered species and fragile habitats. Teach us to live lightly upon the earth and to honor it as our home. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You seek justice and peace, righteous God. Rebuild cities and homelands devastated by war. Provide welcome, help, and safety to refugees. Prosper negotiations that lead to lasting peace among the nations. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You care for all people, loving God. Heal any who are scarred by violence, addiction, or trauma of any kind. Comfort those who grieve and bring relief to any in pain. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You gather this assembly, abiding God. Unite us in serving our neighbors and working for justice. We pray for caregivers and people who are hospitalized, in treatment, or recovering from illness. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You redeem us from death, faithful God. We give thanks for those who served you in the church. Bring us with all the saints into everlasting joy. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Merciful God, accompany our journey through these 40 days. Renew us in the gift of baptism that we may provide for those who are poor and pray for those in need, fast from self-indulgence, and above all that we find our treasure in the life of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gathered together, uh, gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art Lord in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen.
Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.